welcome back to Gals on Topic, your favorite book club, and then some. I'm Sadie. I'm Izzy. And today's topic for a little mini episode is beach reads. Woohoo! Mini, but I feel like I have a lot to say. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I should probably spoke too soon with the mini. Who knows how long we'll we'll go on here, but. Um, yeah, today we wanted to talk about some beach reads, really just inspired by the good weather, the summer's coming, vacations, it's time to start picking up some cute, hot and steamy books um, that we can knock out while on the beach or at the pool and take a little break, I think, for Makatar. Yeah, and I know we both have trips coming up. We both have had zero days off this year really since basically Christmas since Christmas so we'll finally have some vacay we'll have time to read other books I know we've both been reading some books this year but like have time to fully just sit on the beach and enjoy some good mindless beach reads oh my god I can't (laughs) wait I um I also really want to talk about the other books that I've been reading this year because I like I'm dying to share like this is a book club this is the whole point of it to share and talk about all the books we're reading um but it's so easy to just like fully dive in and get consumed by Akatar. um so here we're gonna take the time we're gonna let it all out for the other books that are still great but maybe don't need as much time as Akatar. Yeah, I don't even know what you have been reading, and I'm really excited to get some recommendations from it's you, like Sades. quite the variety. Um, I will say, I did rate them. Um, I gave them scores, but I think I might be a little bit critical. I feel like I'm too generous. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I just want to put that out there that, like, I honestly think that if anyone else was reading these books, I'd be like, oh, my God, what do you think? And like interested. And I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say don't read the read them. But I am just like a more critical scorer. And I think that makes sense for you. And I feel like you can explain your scale. I can explain my scale. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I'm going to get into it. You saying you were a harsh critic just reminded me I was looking on Goodreads before you came to remind myself of all the books I've read this year and what I thought of them. And I saw my friend Francesca, who's like an avid reader. She just wrote two reviews and they both were like one star, two star. (laughs) Like one of her her reviews was like, I'm disappointed. Oh, my God. It just made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's hilarious. (laughs) So I want to read your harsh reviews. Okay, yeah, they're not that critical. They're not that bad. So do we post our accounts and let people follow? Yeah, people can totally follow us. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to look into that. Um, okay. Well, so my goal, so just so every reminder to everyone, I'm still like in the early stages of developing my, my reading habit. Probably started reading like a year or two ago regularly. Um, so last year, my goal was to read 10 books and I did this year. It's 12 and I'm on track. So, (laughs) so I don't have like a ton. I have three other books that I've read. Um, so, but you know, I, I have opinions on them. Yeah. And for context, Sadie and I are both a few years out of college and I do feel like 
in high school and college, my reading took a bit of a slump because you're just so busy and you you have to read so much for classes. Yeah. That reading for pleasure. pleasure wasn't a super high priority. But I feel like once people graduate college and then enter adult life, they really start getting back into it, which is so fun. It is really fun. I love it. I feel like all of my friends are reading now, mm-hmm. which was definitely not the case at any other point in my life. No, probably middle school. But yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not real. since then. Okay, tell me um, your list. Okay, so in January, I read Reminders of Him by Col- Colleen Hoover. Okay. We've talked a little bit about this one. I couldn't remember if I talked to you or Kat about this. Um, it was me. Yeah. Um, I so I gave it a one. four out of ten. I honestly straight up didn't like it. Like, I didn't like the plot. So, for those who haven't read it, um, basically, there's this girl who accidentally is involved in the death of her baby daddy. And he... Well, boyfriend at the time. Boyfriend, but she's pregnant. Yes. And it's a Colleen Hoover book. Yeah, it's a Colleen Hoover book. And... um. She goes to jail, and so we, like, pick up with her out of jail, going to meet her kid, and her kid is in the custody of the baby daddy's parents. Best friends. Parents have custody. Right. And then a best friend is very involved. Best friend and her are now the main characters. At, you know, whatever. So I won't give too much away in case you want to read it. I still think, like, people, if you like Colleen Hoover books, you would like it, like, it's very well written, I do think, like for the type of book that it is, because um, like a lot of more like romance novels sometimes can get a little cheesy. Like I don't think it was cheesy, but I just like gen generally didn't like the plot. Um, I agree there was, with you. There were some cringy moments, um, but not like cringy isn't cheesy. Cringy is like the circumstances are like weird (laughs) yeah yeah I didn't find the love story to be very compelling yeah like I wasn't really rooting for them it's not like the book wasn't interesting I remember when I read it I mean I definitely was speeding through it it's an easy read but I just kind of kept feeling myself be like ugh yeah, and I love sad books. Like when I was like look like you know, making my list for books to talk about today for like beach reads and stuff, like I realized most of the books that I read are really sad. And like <laughs> I like that. Like I love a good cry when I'm reading. And and like but like this was just like dark and kind of like no way out of darkness dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I like either sad the whole like I don't know maybe I don't like sad the whole time maybe I'm like okay with a heartbreak at the end or something but I I don't know I didn't I yeah I didn't love it I mean the premise is like her boyfriend had everything going for him this young bright high school student and then she was responsible for his death in a car accident and that's just one of the things that really just and like how do you ever move past that in the heart so I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was very depressing. Yeah, same. But I just like normally like really sad things. Like 
I read the one of my favorite books of all time, which I need to reread it now that I'm an adult because I don't know how good it is with my adult brain. Um, so I even get nervous recommending it because I read it like sophomore year of high school. But it was called The Program. And like in it, suicide is a epidemic. And it's so in, like it ha- still has like such a good plot, even though I was like bawling my eyes out every chapter. Yeah. So like I don't know. But, like, it still had something to root for. Like, there was just, like, no coming back from right her I, kind of darkness. I don't think I necessarily gravitate towards sad, sad books, but I am not against them. I definitely do enjoy certain ones. But I need there to be a heartwarming element. Right. I don't, right. don't want to just sit there and hear about how depressed you are for, like, 400 pages. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. That's why, you know, in the chapters with Feyre and Akatar, they get really (laughs) dark. I'm like, whoa. Come on, girl. Pull up your boots. Yeah. Now I get it. So speaking of darkness, the next book I read, um, this one took me a lot longer because it was just genuinely hard to get through, Um, but not in like it was in a bad way. So I read If You Tell by Greg Olson. Gave it a 6 out of 10, which is good. Um, I would say that's good. Like, 10 is going to be like, I like, this is the best book I've ever read in my life. You know what I mean? I don't know if anything can get a 10. Yeah, I mean, I might give something. I might give something a 10 one day. We'll see. I need to reread the program. That might have been a 10. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, if you tell by Greg Olson. So, when I... I got this book from my mom who she got it from my brother and I grabbed it because I knew I was going to be reading it at the same time as Akatar. And so I wanted like a very different genre Mm -hmm. because I don't really read two books at once. Um, And so I thought it was like a mystery because on the front it was just like the bond of sisters while they, you know, are covering this murder and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh like it'll be a mystery like that's very different that'll be cool so I didn't realize it's actually based on a true story oh and it was very much like it was more story like than reporter but it had like a little bit of a reporter feel Mm -hmm. like you like the author clearly was like interviewing them and like saying it had quotes of like things that they said reflecting back on the situation I'm looking it up I'm not ignoring not familiar um yeah so it was it was just super 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 sad like one I think the fact that it was based on a true story was made it even harder to read like okay so like trigger warning domestic violence child abuse murder (laughs) um basically like the mother is psychotic and she finds pleasure in uh, humiliating and abusing her children and other house guests. Oh, my God. And she would like basically the whole book was just stories about each of the people that she abused to death. And <coughs> bless you. <laughs> that was a cough. <laughs> oh. um, but like each of the stories are basically about people that she abused slash abused to death and like I don't even want to give an example because they're just so 
gruesome and like so humiliating and just disturbing. And so it was like hard to read for long periods of time, but it was still good. <laughs> good. How? <laughs> um, I don't like, I still was like rooting for the kids to like tell someone for so the writing her next victim still- to like be saved. Um, Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. It didn't have the big ending that I wanted. Like, you're, are you ever going to read this book? Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Vanessa, my friend Vanessa literally said she couldn't finish it. Um, I wanted the ending to be like a little bit more dramatic like it would be if it was fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but she re- ends up just like being arrested. So it wasn't like dramatic enough ending as I needed. Like, so it was like so much build and then like not really anything. Yeah. Um, so that gets a six out of 10. <laughs> Abusing children is not something I think I can read. Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. Like, I want to give you examples, but like that can't, I'm not putting that energy out into the world. No, please don't. <laughs> um, it was insane. Um, yeah. And then I like posted on her story. I was like, oh, if you tell, um, Greg Olson, six out of 10. And my brother was like, six out of 10. Why? I was like, that was generous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but he reads like literally everything. Okay. So last, um, I'm actually still reading it. Um, but like, it's like, it's honestly a great beach read. Um, it's called The Proposal by Jasmine Guillory. I think you pronounce it. I'm giving it a premature 5 out of 10. I'm only halfway through. Um, I have read one of her other books called The Wedding Date, both of which are like, like, it's like a, it's a beach read. Like, it's like a silly romance, very cheesy. Like, I don't mind cheesy. It's fine. Um, but... Okay, this happened with both. I'm like just shitting on books right now and I'm so sorry. But like the both with her book, The Wedding Date and The Proposal, there's like grammar errors. And, and it's not on purpose? No, it's like they can I can tell that they like it's like I I won't don't do that. Oh, I just hit that. Or like it says won't don't like back to back like accidentally. What? And I just Where did you find this book? I think I just like a long time ago was just like buying a bunch of like quote unquote rom-com books. Okay. Um off Amazon and it was like suggested. It was the same time that I bought all, um um it ends with us. So they weren't all bad suggestions, but like this, this author was definitely getting promoted. But it, to me, like the book, the story's still like cute, whatever. But like to me, that just screams low budget. It's so low budget. That's embarrassing. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. You should it, look it up and see uh, like how it's actually been reviewed on Goodreads. Yeah, I should. I will. I will. I mean, the stories are still cute. Um, but yeah, every time I see a typo, it's like infuriating because like if I'm seeing it and I'm just reading like 
how did an editor like no, it I just screams an editor so didn't read bizarre. it yeah i'm surprised you even gave it that a five <laughs> then well it's like it's not like it's every other page like i i'm halfway through and i think i've seen two i know i think i just once i saw once i would see a grammar error i think i would in my mind start to think everything was wrong like yeah. with the book you know what i mean like it yeah. would taint it would taint i'd be like this author does not know what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's it's okay though i still i still like it um but and it's like good for like reading on the beach yeah for sure and like chill um so yeah the proposal jasmine guillory um i also read the wedding date by her and they're both like the wedding date is like the first scene and then that's just like how they meet this the love interest and then the rest of the book is like not related to that whatsoever and same with the proposal there was like a fake proposal or whatever and that's just like the first scene so I do kind of like that it's fun um but yeah so that's all I read I think next um well I'm torn so next I was going to read Firefly Lane my mom gave it to me to read and there's a show and I love when there's like a show for me to watch after um but now we got all of these wrecks on Instagram that I'm very much interested in. I might just buy all of these <laughs> and try to get through as many as possible this summer. Yeah, we got some good ones. Um, um, yeah, no, I-, I, hogged, I hogged the mic. Let's hear yours is. Okay. So I came in really ambitious to the year saying I was going to read 30 books. But then we started this podcast and I have no time. <laughs> so I've reduced that goal. I was actually pretty on pace the first two months, but um, that has dwindled off. Um, but I still I've gone through a good number. My other goal when I when I made the the thirty like benchmark was to switch up my genres. Ooh! Last year I specifically well I was reading Akatar for the first time, so I read you know romance fantasy. And I was really just discovering how amazing beach reads are. Like, I don't think I ever read, not ever, but I had never really gotten fully into, like, the steamy, quick reads as much. Mm -hmm. Um, And I blew through, like, five of the Colleen Hoover books. Like, I read so many of that genre. So this year, I told myself I was going to switch it up, do some, like, classics do some like historical fiction, still do some, you know, beach reading type ones. Um, Just like ones that I've had on my list, but just make sure I'm switching it up more. So I have quite the variety. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm going to take notes. I came in, I came in really, really hot with Wuthering Heights. (laughs) So Emily Bronte, it's a classic. I didn't like it <laughs> at all. Like one of the books where I had to tell myself, okay, I'll read 10 pages before bed. I'll read 15 <laughs> pages before bed. Um, I'm glad I read it because I do feel like I just like understanding references and you know, yeah. all the Bronte sisters, their books get referenced all the time. Like they're classics for a reason. I don't understand why this one is 
It's just a story about two miserable people who are miserable to everyone in their lives and are miserable to each other and then both die. (laughs) So as we just went over, we don't like books that are just complete (laughs) misery the entire time. Yeah, I'm like that with books and with shows. I need to be able to root for someone. And I was so lost in this book trying to find a redeeming quality. I guess the point is like they were completely terrible, but they had love for each other which gave them a redeeming quality but i yeah no i i get it but i did not find that compelling um well honestly props to you thank you making the effort though i read it over christmas break so i had the time i don't think otherwise i would have gotten through it honestly (laughs) so that was a no i feel bad rating it low because it's a classic but, like, I would have to give it a 2 out of 10. Wow. Wow. Okay. Truly. I mean, it's it's your opinion. And I could give it a 0, but I won't give anything a 0. <laughs> so my are a second... published author. They can't have a 0. Yeah. it's I mean, it's, like, it's a renowned <laughs> classic. I won't give it a 0. Um, wow. It was that bad. Damn. I, I mean, obviously, the writing is great. There's you know people analyze it there's probably a lot of scholarly meanings that I'm not appreciating a lot of like literary techniques I'm not appreciating those girls we're not those girls (laughs) (laughs) this book was not for me I give it a two out of ten I think there are a lot of other classics if that's what you're going for like if you want to read something that people talk about that's you know one of the books you need to read before you die this wouldn't be one I would prioritize. Fair. Totally so, fair. So two out of ten. The second book I read is called The Likeness. It's like a thriller murder mystery. Ooh. It takes place in Dublin. I think it was like the 1980s. And it's an undercover police officer. She's like 25, 26. And there's a murder of a girl who looks just like her. And so she goes undercover in place of that girl because no one knows she died like alone they the police found her body and so they wanted wanted to send this undercover police officer in place of her to pretend she was still alive and see if people tried to target her or figure out how she was killed one terrifying yeah so she's living this life as this girl um she has roommates you think the roommates are maybe involved she's living there so it's creepy but not scary i give this one a solid seven out of ten it was really compelling in the beginning and middle I think it was a little bit too long and the ending again didn't have that quite big aha moment Mm -hmm. and the book is like 400 pages so after that long of a murder mystery yeah as a standalone book I'm like I need some big yeah reveal to feel satisfying and I didn't quite have that like it's kind of started to be what you expected so seven out of ten it was really good My third book, keeping with the somewhat murder mystery theme, Verity, Colleen Hoover. Of course. I haven't read that yet. Oh, you haven't? No. I got it for Christmas, but then I found out that like the letters or some type of diary or whatever is just used in every Colleen Colleen Hoover book. So I was like, okay, I have to take a break. (laughs) It She... She does that. She also, like, does the 
parallel storylines a lot where yeah. it's like growing and I up. like that I do like that I do like it it was just like it was so compelling and it ends with us yeah and then they did it kind of again in reminders of him mm-hmm. and I was like oh is this just like her thing like she just is going to do this in every single book she's also big on motherhood every single one oh, of her characters yeah, yeah, is a yeah. new mom oh you're so right yeah Okay. All right. Well, I still want to read Verity because obviously everyone talks about it. That's why I wanted to read it. I find it to... I really don't know if I liked it or not. Oh. I sped through it. I read it in one day. Wow. Started it and stayed until 2 a.m. because I needed to know how it ended. Holy shit. It's a thriller where... I mean, I really won't spoil it since you haven't and haven't read it, but... um, you you have the main character in a situation where you're getting the sense she's in some type of danger or something is not as it seems and it slowly unravels at the end it was a big what the fuck and then there are bonus chapters that colleen has released i think after she published the book that i then read and it was even more of a what the fuck like i can't wait for you to read it we need to talk about it it was so wild okay i'm gonna give it a 6.5 out of 10 okay wow yeah that one really makes you think though like i still like i what i do like about it is that she left the ending open where you actually don't really know what happened you could debate it (gasps) yeah oh my god should we do like a one episode recap a verity we totally could okay we totally could we'll do that eventually yeah the next book i read is Code Talker by Joseph Brukak. <laughs> um, this was a quick read. It's a historical fiction World War II novel. It's about how in World War II, the United States Army used the Navajo Indians' like language as their code oh. to communicate because it's so hard to break. And it never got broken in the war, even though, like, I mean, we broke the Germans code and everything. The Navajo code could not be broken. And so they had people from the Navajo tribe in the military for the first time in the ranks and like very high up in the ranks. But they couldn't talk about it. They couldn't reveal until years later what their role was. And they were really isolated until that point. I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I wish it was a true story. Like the mm. like the Navajo part is true, yeah. But the Characters character not is not real. real. So I was finding it hard to be invested in him and the battles he was in and stuff because he wasn't real. And like everything around him, the battles were real, the situation was real, but that person wasn't real. So I found it interesting, but not compelling. Do you have the same problem with Titanic? No. I mean, I just watched that movie for the first time this year. Oh, my God. That (laughs) is so crazy. Because I know it happened. It doesn't matter. Oh, my God. You don't know what happens with the two of them. I mean, I think I think if this book was a movie, I would feel maybe differently. But I also think there were other just writing style components yeah. that didn't pull me in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really more of a story. It was like this happened, then this happened, then this happened. And it didn't really all tie together, gotcha. I think, as well as I needed it to. So that one's a five out of ten. Okay. 
Um, the next book that I read is The Book of Longings by Sue Monk Kid. This one really surprised me. My boss gave it to me, actually. And it's the premise is if Jesus had a wife and it's her point of view through everything. But it's not like a scholarly, like biblical type of book. Like it's very much like a story. Mm-hmm. And I actually really liked it. Oh, I would give it an 8.5 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. The highest ranking so far. And I didn't think I would like it at all, which I think is why it goes so high. Wow. I have to try. Okay. So I think anytime you have a book that's a greater than six rating, that means I have to read it. Okay. So that's The Likeness, Verity, and The Book of Longings. Yeah, I would be interested to hear your perspective on Book of Longings. It's very different than any other book I've read. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And I have three more. Okay. Gosh, you're so much better than me. The, well, I had this ambitious goal, so I started off really hot. Yeah. So, Especially like Connor's in busy season. What else are you going to do? What else am I going to do? <laughs> <clears throat> the next book is The Lost Apothecary by Sarah Penner. This was a recommendation from our friend Saren. I like this one. The premise is there's a woman in 1600s, 1700s of England who runs an apothecary for women who've been wronged by husbands or some man in their lives who they want to poison. Oh. She sells them poisons. And then it parallels it with a girl who is in London, modern day, who's a history buff, finds some clues about this apothecary and is searching for it. Oh. I liked it. I didn't love it. I give it a six out of 10. Okay. It was enjoyable. I just wouldn't read it again. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Maybe that's my scale. Anything above a six, I would read again. That's good. That's a good. Like six is still good. I just wouldn't pick it up right. again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think that that stands for my my three ratings as well. <laughs> okay. My next two are my big ones. Ooh. And they're my two most recent. So Lessons in Chemistry, I posted this on our Instagram. It's by Bonnie Garmus. It's being made into a show. I don't know when it comes out, but Brie Larson is playing the main protagonist. Brie Larson? Why does that sound familiar? Who is that? She's Captain Marvel. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. This book was so good. I was very hesitant at the beginning and I kind of found it difficult to read because it's set in the 1950s and the lead is a female scientist who's crazy smart, but all these men take credit for her work, sexually assault her and get away with it. Oh, shit. Don't respect her. It goes on and on and on. So I did find it very hard to read because I was like, I I hate men. And it, it's scary when you read something like that and you know that's actually stuff that happened right. frequently. Right. She just faces so many challenges, but she's so freaking smart. And you're like, I can't believe that she wasn't successful. I mean, it's not a true story, but you're like, obviously this person present day would be yeah. a millionaire. But right. people just didn't like her because she was smart and a woman. Um, I don't even know how to describe the plot, but at a high level, she's a chemist, 
but she can't keep a job at the university where she works and does research because she's a woman and because they're all threatened by the work that she's doing and don't like her. And so she is on air as a cooking, like as a, has a cooking show, but she uses chemistry to, to teach, start teaching women more about science through the cooking show. And that like also threatens society in different ways. And she's, a single woman who has a daughter, which also creates problems because she's not married. Right. And I found it to be really, really heartwarming. And I'm excited for the show. Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited too. Yeah. So 8.5. of the show. 8.5 out of 10. And then my last one is I'm currently in the middle of. I'm about halfway through. And this book is probably in my top five books that I've ever read. And I can't believe I haven't read it until this point. Wow. It's Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh my gosh. I haven't read it either. It's so good, Sadie. Really? so good. I literally have it and I've never read it. I It's been on my list for a while, especially once the movie came out and I wanted to watch it, but I knew you should. I should read, read the book first. first. I didn't have a clue what the book was about honestly based on the trailer for the movie I thought it was something to do with like segregation in the south (laughs) oh I thought it was like a mystery yeah it is a mystery I didn't think that at first until the trailer came out and I was like oh yeah I just thought I don't know why I thought it was more about like yeah segregation or something Mm -hmm. but it is set in the 1950s in the south and like the outer banks area and it's this really poor girl who basically grows up like in the swamp her dad's abusive so her mom leaves and then her siblings slowly leave and she grows mm-hmm. up totally alone yeah i read like the first two chapters so i know that she's alone okay and i yeah. kept being like why don't the brothers take her with them or take her with them yeah i can't believe i like it as much as i do because the premise didn't sound that enticing to me. The first two chapters weren't that enticing to me. And like, she really stays in that one area so far, but it's paralleled with chapters from the present day. Like that's all flashbacks and the present day there's a murder in the swamp and she's a suspect. And as she's growing up in the flashback chapters, you start to understand if there were ties with that guy, Mm. what happened. And it's, it is a sad book. Obviously, she's very isolated, but there's so many heartwarming elements to it, and I think it's so good. What's your, like, premature mid-book rating? Nine. Wow. Should I read that next? I think you should, and then we can watch the movie to get... Actually, no, I'm going to watch the movie this weekend. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have my plan. Sadie and I are going to the pool on Friday. I'm going to finish the book there. And then I'm going to watch the movie on Saturday. Oh my gosh. What a lovely weekend you have planned. Wait, that's so funny. (laughs) Well, I hope the ending lives up because like if if the ending falls flat and you just gave it a premature nine. I know. I hope so too. And I also hope the movie lives up to the hype. But I'm also thinking how could it not when Reese Witherspoon and Taylor Swift are both involved. Taylor Swift's in- Oh, she wrote a song. She wrote a song. That's true. And Reese, Reese Reese's does her book, like, book development. Yeah. 
yeah. company. I think I heard good things. I didn't hear that much about it. I think that's just because it was like a Netflix thing. Yeah, it's a Netflix movie. Maybe a lot of people who are watching it haven't read the book. I don't know. Because I'm so excited for it now. <laughs> I can't believe there wasn't more hype about this movie. I feel like I saw a lot of hype, but maybe not. I don't remember. Maybe I just wasn't tuned in because I yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess maybe I'm reading that next. I think you should. And I do think it's a good... None of these books are technically beach reads, but I think Where the Crawdads Sing feels very summery just because it's always warm in the south yeah. and she's yeah uh, outside <laughs> maybe i'll save it for like august yeah don't you feel like it's an august vibe totally yeah <laughs> like you're kind of winding down from right. summer right. right it's like it's in the south i feel like look like, i literally read like the first two or three chapters like a year or so ago and yeah i feel like it was very you know swampy humid dead of summer August yeah. vibes yeah so those are my eight wow I'm really impressed gosh I said I have three and you're probably like what the fuck you um you were in work. busy season from January you know what you're until right April I was I was um but you know what I also want us to do what I want us to rate a court of thorns and roses oh intriguing (laughs) okay you go first so I think I think I gave it I give it an 8 out of 10 because I loved it like you guys already heard all that I loved but like there were a couple little cheesy moments could have the riddle could have been better. Me, favors comebacks could have been a little better, maybe. Um, and like I, I would have loved some of the, the action from the second half earlier in the book. Yeah, but it's truly like has to set up the whole rest of the series as well. So we had to get a lot of intro. But yeah, so I think I give it an eight out of ten. I give it a seven. my reason being I know what's to come and I need room to show growth okay in the in the next few books I don't think I'm going to change my mind because I typically am nostalgic and rate book one too high in like all series that I read and watch that's fair like Harry Potter first one like obviously Books five, six, and seven are just unbelievable. Yeah. But like, I'm like, book one, I'll read every year. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, book one is very good. Oh, it totally is. But it's just like, you know, it's just what starts it all. Yeah. I think what would have boosted A Court of Thorns and Roses a little bit higher is if the riddle was less predictable. Mm hmm. And. If I'm just also thinking about when I first read it, what I was thinking, and I really struggled the first half to feel like I was into it. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot because of setup. But I was just struggling to picture what she was describing, like with the spring cord and with Tamlin at first. And so it took me a while, I think, to get used to her writing style. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I could have just used a little more of everything. Like I needed a little bit more romance. I needed a little bit more action earlier and a little less like inner thoughts, you know? I agree. Yeah. But I still loved it. I remember when it felt like her and Tamlin were building up for so long in the first book. And then when they finally were together, I was like, that's it? (laughs) <laughs> I I was promised spice. I was promised romance. That's it. But then you see, you know, why that was the way it was at the time as the plot develops. But right, right. Just I'm going off of my first read. We just can't help ourselves to get back, get back to Akatar. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Sadie, would you like to share your favorite beach reads? Slash Beatrice, you would recommend. Yeah. So, um, I realized I have not read that many Beatrice. And I'm really excited to now read some this summer. Yeah. Because, again, like, still new into my, my reading journey. And I spend, I was, like, reflecting on, like, what I've read like I have I feel like I have so many books that I want to recommend but I'm like not really the beach reads genre right so I'll save those for another time I will say um like obviously you can't go wrong with any Colleen Hoover like if you haven't read it's end with it ends with us at this point like that's book number one for the summer maybe people have seen the pictures and now they're deterred yeah well (laughs) forget about it forget about it we know the the movie's gonna be bad okay but the book, the book is so good. So good. I read that last summer. Amazing. Um, so anything with that. Um, again, I'm a sad book girly. Um, so while this isn't necessarily like the steamy beach reads that um, you came here for, as you will provide those in the Instagram followers have provided some. Um, I think that like, John Green kind of like popped up for a second and everyone plowed through his books. But if you haven't read them, they are very, very good. He's a proud Hoosier. I know he lives in Indi- Indianapolis. Yeah. So shout out. Um, Come on the podcast. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. That would be so cool. I've literally read like all of his books. Um, like Fallen Our Stars, Paper Towns, Looking for Alaska. Like, they're just all so good. A good young adult book is a great beach read. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, they're just so good. Especially, I think, like, the one that's most, like, summer vibes is maybe looking for Alaska because they're at, like, a camp. Um, So you could read that. But you know what? I, this is as close as I can get, okay? Um, And then last, uh, this isn't necessarily steamy either, but it's summery. Um, is, and this is so silly for me to say, but I read this, like, I was probably in, like, eighth grade, maybe a freshman in high school, but, like, it's so good, and the movie doesn't do it justice, but the last song. Oh, my God. Did you read that? No, I haven't read it, but the movie, oh, my God, I need to watch that immediately. The movie is horrible compared to the book. 
So I can see how that I can I, see that. I read the book before, like way before the movie came out, and like the book is so fucking good. Like one of the few books in like the past in my past in my life. <laughs> I can't talk today. In my life that I like legitimately couldn't put down like it was so good no i love your recommendations because they're very um like nostalgic beach reads yeah yeah for sure because lately i've just been reading harry potter legends now akatar it's like they're not really like you know the vibe um these are borderline but they are more if you if you don't necessarily want something that's like so sexy and you know a little more like rom-commy like these are really good no I love that people definitely need different a different vibe I binged calling Hoover last summer and I got so tired of that genre right I needed to switch it up and that's actually what led me to start a court of thorns and roses in the first place because I was like I need something different I've been hearing all about this I'm just gonna pick it up yeah 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 no, I need to read more Colleen Hoover, honestly. Um, but what about you? So that's what I got. Well, before I, I talk about my recommendations, I just have to say, I know I can I can totally see how the movie of the last song could get butchered in adaptations, even though I hadn't read the book. But just the combination of Miley and Liam Hemsworth and the scene where they released the turtles yeah, I will say after now that years have passed, I can watch the movie and enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. But like literally I watched the movie and I was like, Miley Cyrus is the worst actress I've ever seen in my life. She's, and I love Miley Cyrus. She's very annoying in the movie, too. But like like Ronnie is deeper than that. But anyway. No, but <laughs> what a good recommendation. That was such a great callback. That is like a quintessential summer movie and now book yeah you should read it maybe i will read it oh you know what else i read last summer what the summer i turned pretty i read the whole series oh my god yeah so, i never read that one either I so just watched everyone the show. should read that i will say the book is completely different than the show oh really there's no debutante ball that's the entire premise <laughs> That's the entire premise of the show. I know. That's what they prep for. That is not in there. That is not in there whatsoever. Okay. So I will say like you can fully read all the entire series and you're not ruining the show. They're complete. It's like the same characters, similar premise, but very different. What's the name of the older brother? Um, Conrad. Conrad. People want the actor who plays Conrad in the show to play young Atlas in It Ends With Us. Oh, that would be good. But because they are determined to butcher this movie and ruin it for everyone. (laughs) Will we get that? Probably not. Probably not. Instead, we get Blake Lively wearing boxers on the street. (coughs) And that's just what we have. (laughs) You know... Maybe it'll be better. No. No. Sorry. Like, I was upset about Blake Lively being cast, not because I don't like her, because of her age. Yeah. But I was willing to give it a chance because, obviously, I still like Blake Lively and Justin Baldoni. These outfits, I won't be able to see past it. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's just not the character. No, they never... Like, it's not Lily Bloom. 
No, they, I remember the one scene I remember them describing her clothes is when she went to the party before she was with Ryle and she was wearing what, what sounded like a Skims black dress. Yeah. Like a bodycon black long tank top dress. Yeah. That really sucked her in. Yeah. Is that what we're getting? No. No. But anyway, I don't want to, we talked about it enough. (laughs) My recommendations. (laughs) So I read a lot last summer specifically I wasn't really a beach read person either growing up honestly because my family was never a beach vacation type of family we were very much like hiking activities so now that my I think my parents are like slightly older and want time want more downtime we have more beach vacations um and I had a lot of time last summer so I picked up Colleen Hoover first which really got me into the genre Honestly, It Ends With Us probably is in my top three, but I'm not going to recommend that, obviously, because everyone has read it at this point. I feel like I have two types of beach read genres that I really just can't get enough of. One is the coming of age. Oh, yeah. Beach read. Like um, like, uh, what I was just talking about. Summer I Turn Pretty. Summer I Turn Pretty. And the other is a thriller suspenseful book but that's not scary like think knives out that okay. kind of book okay so i have two of the coming of age ones and one of the thriller ones that made my top three um first my favorite beach read is every summer after it was given to me on my birthday last year and i read it on the flight somewhere I forget but like in one sitting it was so good it's by Carly Fortune and this was her like debut book so she's kind of a new author it's so good yeah we got another suggestion for that on Instagram and I feel like I've heard about it is there a movie no okay it came out last year and it's about a girl who grows up going to her lake house there's a family next door with two sons she's kind of isolated growing up just because she's she has friends like she's not like a weirdo which mm-hmm. i also kind of hate when they make the person like a total like yeah like, a total loser. weirdo yeah she has friends but like it was like she's 12 when she first starts going there and she was having drama with like people at school mm-hmm. but um she obviously starts to like know both brothers And they grew up together and you get the vibe that something happened and it's intermixed with chapters from present day and she's no longer in contact with either of them and the story starts to merge and you understand what happened and it's so good. It's so good. It's so cute. It's sad, but like has a happy ending. Spoiler. So I just love it. And my second book, which is extremely similar so if you read that one and love it you have to read love and other words by christina lauren also a lake house also um the coming of age where honestly they're like almost the same book (laughs) there's there's a you get the flashbacks of her growing up and going to this lake house and there's a boy who she meets there and she spends every summer with him and then present day, they're no longer in touch and you figure out why. So literally, same plot, different formats. 
Um, I love watching you talk about this. <laughs> you're so cute. Like you're so passionate. And now I want to read both of those books. Yeah, they're they're so good. I'll lend you every summer after I, I have it. So every summer after and then the second one was what? Love and other words. Love and other words. Okay. Yeah. And every summer after is probably one of the only beach reads that I would I will want to read every summer. Wow. Yeah. It makes you nostalgic for your childhood, like going to the lake or the beach or wherever your family went. Yeah. And like the romance that you wish had happened to you when you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were with your on your family vacations. <laughs> oh my god. It was just it's really sweet. Have you sweet. ever met someone on vacation? No. Have you? Have like ever like just even kissed a stranger on vacation? On a family vacation? Well, I guess yeah, not family. I'm a, on a family vacation, yeah, I no. can tell you 100% I've never even come close. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I was asking as if I had a story queued up, and then I was like, thinking back, I was like, yeah, no, I was just there with my braces, and my <laughs> I was there in my Hollister logo t-shirt. My shell necklace. <laughs> yeah, like staring at the window, like thinking I'm a main character, but like, <laughs> really... <laughs> oh my god so no no but these these two books make me wish I did um the last one the last book that I have in my top three beach reads is one by one by Ruth Ware and this one's totally different some people might be familiar with Ruth Ware she has written other popular like murder mysteries but that are still beach reedy mm-hmm. i don't know if you've heard of the woman in cabin 10 no that's one i think is pretty popular this one was also a newer book that i picked up last summer and it's definitely a different vibe like doesn't take place on a beach but it's set in the alps in like a ski chalet And the premise is that this startup company from London has come to stay in this chalet for a business trip. Ooh. And there's a murder and there's an avalanche. So they're all snowed in together. Oh, God. But it's not scary. Okay. Because they're all like, it's very like modern day. But isn't there possibly someone there that's a murderer? Yeah, but it's not like serial killer. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like Knives okay. Out where someone's killed. So it's a little creepy and suspenseful because I you think some... I haven't Knives Out. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> was, such a good movie. That's the second time you referenced it and I was about to go along with it again. And I was just like, okay, I don't well, know. S- someone's killed and you know that someone someone had a motive. So it's not like just a random Oh, killing. okay, okay. Like, you okay. know, there's, there's like everyone in the room has a motive to okay. kill that person. okay. And so it's figuring out who did it. It's like truly murder mystery. Yeah. Speaking of which, I really want to have a murder mystery party. That would be really fun. I think you can buy like kits. I think you can we should too. look into. So that's the premise. Um, it's a quick read. Again, I read it in one day and couldn't recommend it enough. Wow. Okay. And then really quickly, I have two beach reads to stay away from. Oh. Yeah. Two that sucked me in. You already talked about one. Reminders of him. It's like Colleen Hoover's number three recommended book. Yeah, if you don't read Colleen it. Hoover, I would stay away. I gave it a four. That's under a six. Yeah. That means don't read it. So same page. And my other one is another Colleen Hoover. It's called Ugly Love. Oh, I haven't read that one. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> What's it about? So 
there's a girl and she's staying with her brother and her brother is a pilot and he lives in the same building as his pilot friends. So one of them she starts hooking up with and it takes you from his past, like this chapter's flashback to his past and then present day because he's very closed off and you get the vibe that something bad happened. I can tell you kind of what happened in his past if you think you aren't going to read it, but I don't want to spoil it. Um, well, everyone, including me, shouldn't be reading it. So, so he growing up fell in love with his stepsister and had a baby with her. Oh no. And then they got married or just were, were about to be married or something. And this was still in high school or just out of high school. And they were driving over a bridge and crashed and they all fell in the water. And he, in his split second decision, saved the girl instead of their baby. And then he, she could never forgive him. So that's why he's traumatized. He lost a child and then lost the girl. But I was on so many levels disturbed by but the again, ancestral relationship. See how that's similar to where it's like you can't root for him because like what it's just like an impossible situation like you know what i mean like yeah and don't give him an incestual past (laughs) you it was so easy to not make it incestual yeah because it could have been just as bad it could have the trauma could have just been he lost a baby yeah not that he the baby was with his stepsister yeah that's fucking weird so that's that one and that's why i don't recommend it that is some ugly love yeah so true to the title you know true to the title i do own it um unfortunately maybe i should donate that to like a secondhand bookstore (laughs) because i will never be reading it again that's so funny um okay well good to know don't need to read that okay well that was so great i you are just so much more well-versed in books than me. And while it exposes me, no, not um, at all. it also makes me excited because I just have so much to read and I need to be a faster reader so I can just keep consuming more. But I am really excited because I'm going to the beach for like eight days. Then I have the week of the fourth off and I have no plans. I'm just going to go to the pool every day. Read, 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 read. So I will plow through all of these can't wait have a long list um we'll have to do another episode like post summer yeah where summer we just recap. like bullet them all off of like all the ones we got through i'm yeah. literally gonna order all of these on amazon tonight um but to wrap up i want to just rapid fire list out some other wrecks that our instagram followers had suggested um some of them are like we've already mentioned a lot of duplicate authors so I would say like when I call it an author like probably anything from them is good for the summer yep um Ellen Hildebrand Emily Henry I think are two yeah they're mentioned several times yeah so we've got the perfect couple Ellen Hildebrand Nantucket Hotel Ellen Hildebrand Winter in Paradise Ellen Hildebrand People We Meet on Vacation, Emily Henry, One True Loves, Taylor Jenkins Reid, Every Summer After, as Izzy mentioned, Carly Fortune, I don't know, 28 Summers, Ellen Hildebrand, Beach Reid, I mean, you can't really beat that, Emily Henry, (laughs) Finley, Donovan, 
or the Finley Donovan series, El Cosimano, Cosimano, I'm sorry. Um, the Collected Regrets of Clover, Mickey Brammer, Things We Never Get Over, Lucy's Score, The Last Thing He Told Me, Laura Dave. Nice. Thank you, everyone, for submitting. Yeah, so fun. I also have, I have four that are next to my list. Oh, let's hear them. So one is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I'd never read it. I'm way behind on it. I have it out from the library, so I got to read it this month. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's in your queue. That's in my queue. Um, the second one, which I'm really excited about, and it probably wouldn't be on submitted as a recommendation because it just came out, is Meet Me at the Lake. Carly Fortune. So she wrote my favorite beach read oh. every summer after. She loves lakes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this a sequel? She loves lakes. I don't know the premise. I did just see that my friend rated it only two stars on Goodreads. So oh. we'll see. But I'm still I'm still going in glass half full. I was gifted The Beach Club by Ellen Hildebrand. This one was published in 2000. So it's one of her older ones. But I'm excited to read one of hers. She's probably best known for The Perfect Couple, which I heard you mention. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is Happy Place by Emily Henry. I think someone also gave me that one. But she, yeah, she wrote Beach Read and People people We Meet on Vacation. She's really a beach read queen. Wow. Okay. I wrote those down too. I have a, a long list. I think I have to have a goal of <laughs> We're going one a week <laughs> of reading like one book every three days and then somehow also reading A Court of Mist and Fury. That so, sounds realistic and also recording and also doing totally, totally. I only set manageable and realistic expectations yep. for myself. Yeah. Um, just ask anyone I work with. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think our last thing to do, feel free to cut me off if I'm forgetting something, is select what our next book to recap is going to be. Yes. I'm really excited to do this. So just a reminder, we are still reading A Court of Mist and Fury. Yes. And those episodes will still be coming out every week. But... Izzy and I are going on vacation for two weeks. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to record. We have the episodes for Mist and Fury already ready to go. Locked and loaded. And they will be released while we're on vacation. But with this two-week hiatus, we found it would be a perfect opportunity to read a beach read or a little ro- romance novel. Um, and then in just one or two episodes, recap it. We'll just slap it in the middle of uh, Mist and Fury no problem. We can mix it up here. We can be flexible. Yeah. Um, so the way we're going to decide it is from this little TikTok filter we found. <laughs> oh, my God. Sadie's so excited. I'm so excited. It's like one of those bracket filters where you, like, pick one book over the other or whatever. You're probably supposed to, um, you know, be picking your favorite of the romance novels you're given. Um, but Izzy is just going to close her eyes and whip around her head until she picks our next book. Um, so we will share on the pod, but we'll also post the video because I'm sure it'll be funny. Yeah. 
And we'll have to decide based on how long the book is if we want to do it in one or two. But it's not going to be the chapter by chapter analysis. No, 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 no. I think we can get I think maybe I should leave the recap. So I would actually love that. I was thinking about that in the car home today that while I love being in the know, I feel like all in our recaps, I sometimes, you know, I'm always referencing my list, my, my talking points. Like I have to remember yeah. to say all the points of the summary. And it'd be nice to let loose once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me take the wheel okay. on this one. Down. It'll be good. It might be a little bit more chaotic. <laughs> Chaos is good. But, but we'll have fun. Um, so please hold while we uh, make this TikTok. Okay, we're back. We've put our fate in the hands of a TikTok filter, <laughs> and we are reading Terms and Conditions <laughs> by Lauren Asher. By Lauren Asher. Neither one of us has heard of this. Yeah, so I looked it up online. It says Terms and Conditions, the TikTok sensation. Oh, okay. Literally never heard of it. Um, but it says that it's the second book in a series of interconnected standalones following three billionaire brothers. So they're related. Um, so the three books are related, but they are not, they stand alone. They're about different people. So it's like Bridgerton where each totally, book yeah, is yeah, a yeah. different member of the family. Okay. Yeah. It so, has good reviews on Goodreads, which is promising because I was concerned <laughs> at first. Yeah, I'm a little concerned because we were looking for more of a quick, hot, and steamy novel, and we are committing to 492 pages. <laughs> 492 pages. I am so confused. <laughs> Um, I thought any like TikTok, like viral book, like anything, you know, it sounds like a steamy read. Yeah. Is, that's like a 300 pager. <laughs> 492 is longer than Akatar. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So my dreams of reading that like 10 novel or 10 book list from our recap is probably on the back burner for now but i'm still excited i am too um, i just we i need to reassess i do, do want to read there's a couple there it says like popular highlights in this book and there's some good quotes that do make me excited so one of them is this is in quotes i'm confused oh i'm sorry let me start over <laughs> i'm not confused <laughs> okay Okay, okay. In quotes, <laughs> I'm not confused. Far from it, actually. I know exactly what I want. And what is that? You. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> 492 pages of that to look my, forward to. <laughs> my abilities to recap are, are not as fine-tuned as yours. Well, we don't need to recap. We can just Yeah, I think react. we can hit the highlights and just really give our reactions. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, maybe if we like it, this is a three-part series. <laughs> I trust the TikTok gods. They know what's best for our pod. We put our hands in fate. We let Jesus take the wheel. And here we are. Here we are. 
492 pages. 492 pages. <laughs> I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Anything else to end our beach read slash overall just book recap episode? <laughs> no, I don't think so. This was fun to kind of mix it up, but I'm ready to get back to the mists and the furies. Yeah. We got to see what what's going on with Reese. So Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everyone, for submitting your favorite beach read recommendations. We can't read. We can't wait to read some of them. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gals on Topic. Follow us on TikTok also at Gals on Topic. Follow us slash subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a review. Leave a comment. Do, do all, all the, the things. Do all the things. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but thanks for listening and join us next episode for our return to A Court of Mist and Fury, your regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Bye, guys. Bye.